Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Arizona Coyotes skid continues as they lose their fifth straight game yet to win in the year 2023, but that's okay because the tank is back on track. Welcome in. Thank you so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. Craig Morgan will be calling in from Mullet Arena shortly. Petey, what are your initial reactions to this one? This one's tougher because I because I th- they came back to the Mullet. We were hoping for a little Mullet magic, and I the first period was the one I was most concerned about. And they had their wheels. They were skating well. Yeah. They were sh- getting shots on goal. I thought this team looked pretty good. Uh, the reality is Pittsburgh needed this game more. Pittsburgh coaching staff has pulled these guys aside. They've had closed-door meetings. Pittsburgh needed the win. Yeah, they did. And the Coyotes are still coming off that road trip. They're tired. Whoops. They're still tired. I'm not surprised it ended the way it did. Um, again, though, and I hate to be negative, but if, <laughs> if, if Vimelka is absolutely lights out, they might win this game. Yeah. That was right. not Vimelka. That second one, oh, boy, howdy. Like, he slid... He slid into section J on that one, <laughs> I think, before Gensel fired it into the empty net. Can I net. just say something about that one really quick? Um, that whole thing goes down and we're, and yes, Karen pointed out I'm looking fancy. I was at the game. That's why I'm not in my usual like PHNX hoodie. But th- that was right in front of us. Yep. And it happens. And I literally just turn and look down the media row and everyone's face was like, like you couldn't believe it happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Couldn't believe it happened. Yikes. That was not good. Yes, that was good. But you, you got to look at this. It's still a Pittsburgh Penguin team. It still has Melkin and Crosby. Gensel. Gensel, Gensel was on fire tonight. I thought he was going to get the hat trick. I thought trick. he was getting it. But the Coyotes had a lot of individual performances that we didn't see against Chicago. Much better game tonight than against yeah. Chicago. Oh Their feet gosh. were moving. They were getting pucks at the net. Um, DeSmith held them in Pittsburgh in it for the first 40 minutes. I thought the Coyotes looked much better. They were skating. They had offensive opportunities. And they lost. And they got closer to the bottom. So, yay. So, yay. Great, and it? thanks so much for joining us. And good night. <laughs> and good night. Uh, okay, well, let's look at the numbers tonight. And I always know the Coyotes are in for a loss when they can hold their own in shots on goal, which is what they did tonight. Uh, only were out shots 28 to 24, which isn't that bad for it's them. It's all the third period, too, because yeah. the third period is 12 to 3. Yeah. It was 21-16 through two Coyotes. Yeah, 
And that's when you know the Coyotes. And that's are where lose. DeSmith was good. And Nicholas said it too. Yeah. DeSmith was good, and he he made the difference in this game through 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, no power play goals for either team tonight. Which that you know you got to give props to the Coyotes for not only killing off all those penalties, but also killing off a four minute. Um, Double minor that they had in the end in the second. Yeah, Barrett Hayden, high stick, uh, face off 50-50. That's rare to see for this team. And uh, hits 31-21. Always, always a little chippy so with the this power playing's the difference, though. I mean, the the, the Barrett Hayden back to back, like that could have made this four to one in the second. Like they they, they did look better on the power yeah. play, or excuse me, on the, the penalty, penalty kill than they have. There like, was times, PD, that Pittsburgh. Like I was just thinking, wow, like Pittsburgh's, you know. They kind of, the ice is tilted in their favor a little bit. And then I remembered that the Coyotes were on a penalty kill. But it wasn't, the fact that I didn't notice there were only four Coyotes out there, I felt like was somewhat significant. Yeah, they've given up 11 goals shorthanded in, in the last nine games. Like, they've been poor on the penalty kill. So for them to kill off six against one of the better power plays, I know statistically Pittsburgh's not one of the better power plays right now. But with any time you, you get Melkin Crosby, Crosby, Gensel, Latang. It's a pretty good power play. Yeah. So if you can if you can hold them to to no goals through six, whew, yeah, yep, great. Yeah, and I know it's a four one loss, but like this one just feels so much better than that two nothing snooze fest from oh, the that other night. That was a bad hockey game. Oh, it's just so awful. That was and, a bad game. And this one, there there was there were things that were good that we. Well, could there were highlights. About. Yeah. There I mean, were. yeah, he had opportunities around the net. Kraus had a great golden opportunity. Goss has spared a great opportunity. I think there were Bugstead early again and. Bumbled off. Oh my stick. gosh! Literally, he, uh, every in game in the first minute. Every game, fumbled. PD. I know when he starts, Sweet. he he gets a breakaway. It's unreal. He just barely missed out on the shot on goal. Uh, vaguely sober, always with the super early super from the DMVR. From DMVR, we appreciate you. Said PHNX, chase that tank. Thank you so much for your support. Vaguely so sober. vaguely sober gets the best of both worlds. He's got one team vying to win back to back cups, and he's got another team that's looking for the top pick in the draft. So you got the top and the bottom. Like, that's the best of both worlds. And as we know, he's vaguely sober. <laughs> so cheers to that. <laughs> By the way, it. my friend Spencer in the chat saying, Sidney Crosby's just okay at ha- hockey. Ro- he literally has a shirt that says that. Um, Does he? Yes. And it is very upsetting to me. So, And it's true. And and we talked about <laughs> this before. Well, we we will talk about it soon. So I will we'll segue into Sidney Crosby. But to be able to play as consistently as he has for as long as he has. And with the, the picture that... Got tweeted out yesterday with with Crosby and Gunther about the passing of the torch for the for that Team Canada so cool. Golden Goals was really cool. Like the old the old guard and the new guard yeah. with the big goals for Team Canada. That was a really cool moment to see. But but Sidney Crosby still has it on the ice, and I I don't care what anybody says. You can't count out a team that has him on it. He's no. a captain. He's a leader. He's an offensive leader, and he makes things happen when he's on the ice. Yep. Um. And we actually. I had also talked to Dylan Gunther today about that conversation. He just talked about how special it was. It's really and, cool. Um, if you missed that video, it's on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. But just, you know, just how iconic Sidney Crosby is. And it's cool for me, too, like as a as a Canadian, um, getting to talk to Gunther and to Coach Turini and, and hear all about that because I'm a Team Canada fan and I've been a Sidney Crosby fan for a long time. So You know, I was curious to see how Gunther's transition was going to be today. Because he's been playing against eighteen to twenty year olds yes. for the last you know two and a half three weeks, and now he's out there against NHL talent again. And we already mentioned you know Malkin and Crosby. Um, 
I think he was okay. He only played 12 minutes, and we talked about the coach being able to to kind of shelter him from minutes. He only played 12 minutes, but he still had five shot attempts, three on net. I think he was okay. Yeah. Like he, I don't know if people expected him to come and light it up because he was good at the World Juniors, but I think he was he was good for his first game back after coming down off of an extremely high moment in his career. So I think he'll get his feet underneath him over the next few games um, before we start seeing what we were seeing out of him earlier in the year. Yeah, and there was a moment tonight he got slammed in the boards. I forget by who, but Craig looked at me and said, welcome back to the NHL, Dylan Gunther. Yeah. That was the moment, too. Yeah. I felt like, oh, gosh, do you remember you're playing against men yeah. up here now? Yeah, Uh-oh. not not quite as easy yeah. um, as, it, as it maybe was for him all along. Can we talk about Jacob for a minute? Jacob Franklin? This is like our, th- well, this is our third producer. We're playing producer. Pr- producer musical chairs. Yeah. Third this is what happens when Sean game. goes on vacation. With Jacob. And Jacob has been working very hard today because he has just done... <laughs> The Marathon Cardinal Show. He yeah. was producing it's an hour and forty minutes. Guys. Hour and forty oh. minutes live. Like, buddy, that's a, that's a whole week of shows for us. An hour and forty minutes. That Cardinal. Like, guys got a lot to talk about when they get their ass kicked. I, I don't know. A tough loss today by the Cardinals. But we the only reason I wanted you, to point Jacob. this out with Jacob behind the Mac and on the mic is Jacob's wife is due literally at any moment. Yep. So he could get up in the middle of the yep. show and we I could apologize have if I leave the show driverless. <laughs> yeah, don't if, apologize. If it ha- we'll just keep yeah. going. So Whatever. just everybody forewarned, it could be happening. Yep. It could. So, it could but and that'd we, be a great we thing. Appreciate, yeah, we, we appreciate Jacob for, yep. for steering the ship tonight. Jacob Talia Franklin. There is Caleb. And Fodge, as he's known on the D-Back show, father or overlord Jacob. You know, if you know, you know. If you uh, okay. know, you know. <laughs> well, let's talk about your keys. Caleb, I tried. I already went with Steve or Stevie because you can't go it's wrong. It's a girl. But you go Stevie, Stevie. with an IE. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> what are we going keys? Yeah, let's look at your keys from today and see how they did. Jet lag, we talked about them coming back after a long road trip. Didn't skate. Skate in the morning, survived the first ding that they get that one. That's successful. Yeah. That was great. They were great in the first period, out shooting, come out with a one nothing lead. Sid the Kid, we already talked about, he averages over a point and a half a game. He's got 34 points in 22 career games against the Coyotes. You stop Sid, you have a chance. They didn't stop Sid. He gets two assists, enough to beat them on his own. And the mullet magic, not only has They're- Pittsburgh lost four straight on the road, the Coyotes had one three at home. And it is finally worn Yeah, off. I will say the first period, I thought, oh, maybe the mullet magic is still it's real. going. Yeah, we like, it was real. You, you really felt it. Um, I think they're, they're just there is something to the mullet. Like there really is. And there were a lot of Penguins fans there tonight, but it didn't take away from from the energy uh, for the Coyotes and the Coyotes fans still had their voices definitely heard. So you've been there now beginning of the season, middle of the season yes. and tonight. Yes. Has the excitement waned at all, or is it still just as exciting? I think it's still just as exciting. Yeah, I think this so. first year, because every team's coming in for the first time, it's exciting, and and it was cool. And Craig said this to me before the game during warmups. It's really cool to see visiting team fans' reactions to, to the it. building every time, um, and it's cool. People have now started to discover the place where the players, players come off come come off the visiting team, and you can just go, and there's literally all that separating you is glass from like these NHL players. Yeah, so it is. I went over cool. there just to see because PD and I went at the Leafs game. Toronto. There weren't that many fans there. We were shocked. Um, but the, the Penguins fans they found it. it. Out. They found it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely found yeah, it. Yeah, because it's actually really cool to get to see the, all of those guys walk right by you. I think it's really cool. It is really cool. It's a cool moment. It is very cool. That you don't find in most rinks. No, you yeah. absolutely don't. Great access. So there's um, that. Yeah, there is that. We'll talk about Dylan Gunther a little bit more when Craig gets here because we have some video, but we'll wait for Craig on that. 
Let's talk about Barrett Hayton, who hasn't really had the season I think we all expected from him, wanted from him necessarily. But like we've been talking about as of late, he really has been picking up his play. Um, what was it? Seven points in his seven last points, six. six games? Yep, seven points. So, he, yeah, he's really starting to step it up. And it was really, really great to see him, to quote Tyson Nash, get, find the back of the net tonight um, on, on a really great play from Keller and Schmaltz to score. Only his third goal of the season, but... We see it on we the keep saying it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's, yeah. it's heating up. He's heating up slowly. And it wasn't just that. He wanted it tonight. You can tell he kind of got some confidence from that goal and was was really hungry the rest of the night. And the other thing, too, is they put him in the middle of Schmaltz and Keller. So you got him on the top I line. Now, Boyd line. is getting a lot fewer minutes now, and he was kind of relegated down there, you know, switching in and out with Cassie. And um, I thought Hayton looked good there. And, and there was a moment, not only did Hayton look good on that line, Keller looked much better tonight than he has in the last two on this road trip. I thought this was Keller getting back to what he does best. He distributed the puck well and skated well. And if Barrett Hayton can hold on that line and continue to play with those two guys, I really believe he's going to get more points because Keller and Schmaltz can both distribute the puck. And if Hayton can get to the blue paint like he did tonight, I would think he's going to start putting some goals in to the back of the net. <laughs> to the back of the net. Um, so the Cuddies, they only scored once tonight, and it was, of course, Barrett Hayton. So we're going to crown Barrett Hayton tonight's DraftKings, king of the game with his one goal tonight. Shout out Barrett Hayden for for picking up the pace. How many shots on goal did he Just the one. Just he, the one? Yeah, he hey. gets one shot, one sure. goal. That's how he rolls. Why not? But like I said, he he looked he looked hungry tonight. And I did like him on that line. I liked it was kind of, you know, that younger, more skilled line. So congrats to Barrett Hayden for his goal tonight. Congrats on being named tonight's DraftKings king of the game. What if that's a shave again? Or do we even notice? Because remember he had that I, horrible I splotchy beard and then he scored and then he shaved it off. I don't know. Maybe he hasn't shaved since then because he's not a real good beard girl and I know he's probably <laughs> listening. <laughs> sorry, Barrett. But, sorry, Barrett. So sorry. I didn't know if he has to shave again. Very efficient, as Caleb would say. He's very fit. One shot, one goal. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So if you uh, maybe now that he's heating up, you might want to sprinkle some money on him on DraftKings. Maybe like just a dollar or something. Yeah, just um, sprinkle. You, you could have won yourself some money. Sidney Crosby over one and a half. Or somebody yeah. might have done that in the room. Just saying. Um, maybe some other bet winner. You did well in the NFL today. I did. I was DraftKings. four for five. Yeah. Go Vikings. Crushed it. Yep. Crushed it. I so, crushed it. Listen, you want to win? Not so much. <laughs> it's okay. It's a. You win some, you lose some. Truly. Um, See, Caleb, Barrett Hayton might be sooner than you think. Very true. I know we've we've been teasing it. We've teased it, it, but they never practiced. But but that's going to be the thing that finally he's going to take off Mm -hmm. from that, I swear. Um, And and, uh, listen, here's here's my insider tip. After Petey does walk in and talk with Barrett Hayton, put money on him on the DraftKings Sportsbook app because we have seen... Three Everybody. times now, yep. three times that they take about a week, and then that, a week. that next week, boom. Keller, so. hat trick. Schmaltz, points in five. Fisher, uh, goal and an assist. But it had, takes about a week. Yeah, so that's my insider tip. So if you want to win yourself some money on DraftKings, you can do so uh, right now. If you sign up with that promo code PHNX, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game. You'll get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And what are you drinking right now, by the way? Kill lifter. But I put uh, it in a Four Peaks 
koozie koozie love yeah, it four piece koozie but love it's a killer it. again uh are you excited for the tea party can't wait on friday heaters if there were not heaters i don't know if i'd be as excited <laughs> there just, will be just saying there craig will, and i'll be in parkas i promise there will be heaters um saw drew at the game tonight craig drew and I is going him. drew is going um drew's really excited and asked which one of us is the worst golfer i said it was me you me or craig who's the worst golfer i said it's me yeah i yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I'm not saying I'm gonna like tear it up, but I. But like the bar is yeah, on the, the floor. The bar is pretty low. It's on the floor. The bar is pretty low. I I have played before. Yeah, no. So it's and this, Craig is gonna tell us he's well, great. No, he's got Craig, a hip no, no, injury. No, he, he said he's fine. He said he used to review golf courses. Oh, um. So he's he's there. Golfed. You go. But we're really excited for this Friday. I I can't wait. It's gonna be a really really fun event. And of course, I'm talking about. The inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course on Friday the 13th at 5.30 p.m. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. $36 per person, $120 for a foursome. Unlimited range balls. Like I said, there's going to be heaters, mini games, cornhole, pickleball, pickleball. I can't wait. Um, ping pong, contest entries, hot chocolate, heaters, free kids clinic for kids 10 and under. So bring your kids out. Big Drive Energy will be there. The PHNX crew, PHNX Suns crew, big screens to watch Suns Timberwolves. It's going to be a blast. And uh, Four Peaks, of course, giving out free samples there. So cannot wait for this one on Friday. Hope to see you there. All right. Well, he's here. It's the man, the myth, the legend. It's Craig. Hello, Craig. What's up, guys? I feel like I just saw you five minutes ago. You did. It was, <laughs> and I was distracting was, you all game long. I kept talking to you. It was all right. It was a good game in which to be distracted. Let's be honest. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe the mullet magic wasn't quite there as much as it has been in the past. Yeah. Uh, listen, Andre Turney actually liked their effort. Just thought they couldn't finish tonight. I mean, I didn't think the Coyotes had a, a ton of great chances in this game, but they. They played a competitive game against a team that really needed a win in the Penguins, who had been struggling recently. So give it up for them in that sense. And we all know what the schedule has thrown at the Coyotes recently, too. And it's it's just going to get uglier and uglier here in the month of January. Yeah, it's not going to get any easier. But I guess it's a good thing for us in this position looking at Tank because five straight losses. And guess who won tonight, Craig? I saw it. The Chicago Blackhawks. They are only seven points from the basement now. That's that's interesting to me. I mean, it's not quite as close as you'd like to be, but if it gets a little closer with three meetings left with the Blackhawks, we'll see. We'll see. Listen, I don't think Anaheim's going to win tonight, though. It's 4-1 Boston yeah. right now in the second I, I don't think they're going to yeah, get the you lose them. Columbus lost one nothing. I know. Come on. But if Chicago was on a little bit of a heater, and we saw this last year with the Coyotes, where it got to the springtime and the Coyotes go on that road trip, get on a little bit of a tear. Chicago just needs to win like three or four for this gap to really co- close because they play so many games head-to-head. So this, as, as I thought maybe two weeks ago, there was no chance. I'm saying there's a chance. I... I've been saying there's a lot of games left. So a lot of hockey left. You never know. And, and it was, you know what? I thought the effort was there, Craig, but this was a game that that once it got through the first period and they were ahead one nothing. I go, gosh, it's just a matter of time. I just felt like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just kept coming, and they had the better chances, I thought. And yeah. I'll hate to say this, but Veggie gave up now 5-5, five, 6-4. Five, oh, that was an empty netter. 5-5, five, 6-3. Five, we yeah. have not seen the Veggie that we saw earlier in the season, and that 
I guess bodes well for the tank because that's the one thing that's been holding them <laughs> in games. He's was been the veggie. difference maker. He's been the difference. And it is interesting to note that ever since he struggled, so is the team. Yeah, he was the biggest reason for for them. We've talked about this being where they were before. Um, the second goal in particular was a rough one to give up because that's uh, you're suddenly you're behind in this game where you you felt like you had done some good things. But and I'm sure you guys mentioned this as well. All the power plays against for Pittsburgh. I, was it was it six power six. plays they had tonight? Yeah, yeah it was six. So, and I didn't you feel gets, like they were going to score on those, Craig? Like, they had some really good looks there. They and just did. couldn't put it away. And it wasn't yeah. they were great saves. Like, Malkin has the one. Like, it's in. But he puts it back into Vimelka. It was, it was very strange. So I thought yeah. their power play was buzzing. I thought Gensel could add. He had an empty net on the power play that he just misses. Um, yeah, I think they got away with one there. And they can't take that many penalties again. They, they just can't. This team isn't good enough. They did kill penalties better tonight than they have in nearly a month. But yes. they cannot sit in the box six times. They can't. They're not well, good enough to do that. Right. But if they want to go ahead and do that against the San Jose Sharks, they can go. Sure. And do that. Is that who's yeah. next? Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah, talk about that later. Name. I don't pay attention. I don't read the emails. <laughs> we know. One day at a time. <laughs> we know. Um, Craig, who else did you talk to tonight besides Coach Turney? Just Barrett Hayton tonight. It was a it was a light night. And Barrett, of course, got the opportunity to play between Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller. I, I think Barrett Hayton's been a lot better the last several games. Um and that's that's part of the opportunity for for moving up there. I'm sure they're also not seeing a lot of magic with Travis Boyd lately. So you, you make that change, give Barrett an opportunity. He scored a nice goal tonight. It was a nice setup from Kells, but he had to you know he had to pick it out of the air. It was off the ice. That was a nice goal, and I I think Barrett Hayden's been doing some nice things. So let's roll with that for a while. Let him let him see what he can do between those two guys. I know he wants to play with skilled players and believes that he can. So it's interesting to watch. Absolutely. Barrett Hayton, of course, was once a hero for Team Canada with that big tying goal in that gold medal game. And Dylan Gunther made his return to the Arizona Coyotes lineup tonight after being out for, what is that, like about a month at the World yeah. Juniors? Um, crazy that he's been gone so long, but he was back in the lineup tonight. We already touched on it a little bit. Um, he didn't look he like I guess okay is how what we decided. Yeah, I, okay. I mentioned that hit that he had where you and I looked at each other, Craig, and said, "Oh, like you're back in the NHL." But what did you think of Gunther tonight? <laughs> yeah, the when Jeff Carter kind of just shrugged him off the play. Yeah. <laughs> with his shoulder, yeah, and that's that's the thing. I talked to Bill Armstrong about, and he said the the adjustment he's going to make more than anything else is going to be the physicality of the game. You know, you're not playing against such strong players at World Juniors, and we saw it in the first period. I, yeah, I thought he was okay. He, he was matched up against Sidney Crosby's line a lot of the night tonight. That's that's a really tough thing to come back to. Even when you're playing on the biggest stage of the World Juniors, it's not anywhere near the same class as going up against Sidney Crosby's line. So he was all right. I, I didn't think that he necessarily hurt them in any way, but it's, we've, we've talked about this before. When Dylan Gunther was here before, he was pretty sheltered, guys. Uh, I, listen, I'm just going to come out and say it. I didn't think Dylan Gunther was quite ready for this season. I, I still think it, it was a tough situation, of course, because do you send him back to the dub? Is he really going to develop in that situation? Does Dylan Gunther need any more confidence? It's just I look at him physically, and I don't think he's quite there yet. It's just a shame, once again, that he can't go down to the A and, and develop down there because I think it would do him some good. And it, it was just a completely different story if Nick Schmaltz doesn't get hurt in training camp or, or the first game of the year and he's gone for it misses two months. If, if, if he's healthy, maybe that changes for Gunther because we saw what Seattle did and they sent Shane Wright down um, and put yep. him back with his junior team. Is that 
you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum all, all summer long on where Gunther should be. And, and we've he's played well here. Now he's got the gold medal, and that's what we want him to go do and show those things. But for his physical development, just physically, not his hands, not his skill, not his shot, just physically big enough. And that's what you said when Carter, Carter just pushes him and swats him like a fly. And, yeah. and we saw how much Barrett Hayton developed over those few years when he was junior eligible till now. Like Barrett Hayton's become a man. I mean, Dylan yeah. Gunther's still still young, and he's got a long way to go. Um, and his development, every step will get better. But to Craig's point, yeah, the physical part is the, the one piece that he probably needs to work on getting ready for next year. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about this, PD. Uh, Lee and I were talking about this at the game tonight. You you get a guy come comes up, and, and Bill Armstrong said, and I'm going to have something in a neutral zone tomorrow. He's here to play now. He's You're not going to worry about limiting him to below 40 games now and you know, keeping him that extra year before he becomes a, an unrestricted agent. All that's off the table now. He's here to play for the rest of the season. But when you get to next season, this is this is the thing that I always think is interesting with players. Once they've got a taste of the NHL, they played a full year. If you believe at the that the start of next season that there is value in putting Dylan Gunther in the A and he will be eligible, can you do it? What's the challenge as a coaching staff telling a guy after he's played a whole year in the NHL, hey, we're going to put you back in the A because we think you need to develop? Well, you saw it with Barrett Hayton. Like Barrett Hayton had to go back down and you're like, what, what? Like, wait, what? I'm going where? Like, I'm an NHL player. And, you, we, you know, another player, you're talking that that whole Kyle Torres, Bodker, Tikhanov, where they were all given the, yep. the torch right away. And then the next year, it's like, no, you're going down. And it's like, wait a minute. No, I'm not. I'm an NHL player. And then I think it's really hard. I think it's demoralizing. I think it's hard for them to get focused on the task at hand and get better. I think that gives almost inherently a slow start for that player. It's hard. It's a it's a real big challenge. And that's to your point. If you go from junior to the American League to the NHL, okay, that's, that's a natural progression. But now you've played in the National Hockey League. Your expectations are, I'm a National Hockey League player. It's hard. I, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that path. Uh, barring injuries, and, and he has to go for a conditioning stand, I don't see it happening. Whether it's the right yeah. plan or not, Craig, I just don't see it. It's yeah. too bad because there's, there's a side of me that, and listen, I don't know what his summer is going to look like. A lot of it will depend on that, right? What if he, what if he puts on ten pounds of muscle and looks a lot different? That that could change things as well. But I, I I'm intrigued by the idea at least, and I I don't know what Logan Cooley is going to do, but I'm intrigued by the idea of Logan Cooley and Dylan Gunther and whoever the hell else they get out of this draft playing in the AHL next season, developing sort of that Tampa model where you bring guys up after they've learned to play the pro game. I'm intrigued by that at least. I don't know if it'll happen, but. I do think that in some cases there's value to that. Well, and and we saw what they did in Tampa. They won. And yeah. they go to the American Twice. League and you win. I mean, it's a big yeah. difference. It, it prepares you to win and it let them be a big deal there. I, I like the plan. I like the idea, Craig. I just don't see that's what's going to happen here. If Logan Cooley leaves college, he's coming here. And Did you see his goal tonight, by I the know. way? <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. His overtime winner for Minnesota. One more thing, Unreal. Craig. JMT asked about the the Chikrin scare when he didn't start the second period. Did you notice that he didn't start the second period? Yeah, I, we did notice. We were talking about it, but I, honestly, I didn't ask about it. Yeah, because he came back. By and he the played. time we noticed he was gone, he was back. Yeah, and then he was back. It, on it that. just happens, Petey. You know this. It happens so often, right? Guys will go off for an equipment adjustment or some minor thing that I don't know, some minor injury that they come back for. So w- when a guy comes back in the same period. Uh, I don't think that much of it. And at the mullet specifically, the annex is so far away <laughs> that any kind yeah. of equipment 
issue or even if it's a you know if you need a band-aid like that annex is a that's a ways away so yeah that that delay is not a big deal but it did bring to mind to me what if and he's a player that's been hurt so many times and the trade deadline's coming stop get this shit done stop (laughs) just saying Okay, sorry. I, I want to keep talking about. We were not quite done talking about Dylan Gunther. Oh, because, I'm sorry. Because, no, it's okay because we did talk to him. You're driving. We did talk to him today. Um, and, and speaking of just you know confidence and his ability to play in this league, um, you know I, I thought him having a really good tournament that he did second in goals in the tournament, only behind Bedard. Obviously, the overtime gold medal winning game for Team Canada, that's got to give a guy confidence. And even though maybe, you know, tonight he didn't come back in the lineup and have this, you know, unbelievable storybook game, um, I I hope it only helps to serve him in in his confidence. And we spoke with him a little bit earlier today about what the tournament did for his confidence. It builds confidence. You go out there and you play with guys your own age, you know, you touch the puck a little bit more, play a little bit more, play in different situations and, you know, score some goals, and uh, yeah, I think just builds confidence, and just looking to take that uh, in the season here. Craig, oh, Craig, looking real good in the background of that of <laughs> yeah. that one. Who was that good-looking guy <laughs> in the background? I got the uh, gray highlights in my hair before that shot. So. <laughs> I, he does look darker here, though. I don't know if it's the lighting he uses or what, but he had the gray in there. Shit, he must have seen it and touched up before the <laughs> show. It's or it's a different wig, guys. one or the other. I learned. I learned from a you know a, a failed politician how to filter myself for these shows. So, <laughs> wow, <laughs> he was lurking. The glow, the, the glow. glow. But we also talked with Coach Turney because you know, first of all, let's talk a little bit about Coach Turney's background because I don't even think I realized this until Craig started asking him all these questions, and then Craig said, "Look up his elite prospects. How many?" coaching staffs coach Turney's been a part of with the world team junior canada, team yeah. team canada including winning a gold medal um he's been an assistant coach four times for team canada won that gold medal in 2020 and before he got hired to be the coyotes head coach craig he was hired for a multi-year deal with team canada wow. to to be their their coach so i mean he has a lot of background and and he definitely seemed very happy that canada took home gold this year yeah, it definitely meant a lot to him. He was embedded in Hockey Canada for so long. And had he not had this opportunity with the Coyotes, he would have stayed there. As, as you just mentioned, he got a multi-year deal with Hockey Canada. And that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen very often. He, had, I think it hadn't happened in like uh, 14, 15 years when he got that deal. So they clearly thought very highly of him. And he had done so much work with them on so many different levels. This definitely meant a lot to Andre Turney, maybe just as much as it meant to Dylan Gunther. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, that clip is also on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes, him talking about just what it means to him to see Team Canada win, but also as Dylan Gunther's coach, what it means for him to see Dylan have that success. Um, and then Craig also asked Coach Ernier about what this win and what his success at the World Junior could do for him long term, not just in you know this game tonight, but in the coming weeks. And this is what Coach Ernier had to say. Well, and beyond, I think he's, uh, he, like I said, he experienced adversity. He experienced overcoming adversity. He experienced things did not go the way they expect. You know, they arrive in that tournament flying high, and they got they got humbled right from right from the get go the first game. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's part of adversity. You, unfortunately, in life, 
as a human being, we learn more through adversity than through success. You know, when you when you have success, it's party time. You, every, you everything's good. You see life in pink. Everything's good. When you hit, when you get a hit in, in life, then now everything's dark, and you realize, okay, that's that's not that easy. And you learn a lot. You make an adjustment. And you know, Dylan went through that during that tournament and at different different levels. So uh, I think when you're young like him. The lower, lower, and the higher, higher, and at some point you learn to be more even kill and to be able to sustain. I love when Coach Ernie just starts like giving Truth you bombs, a, yeah. just yeah, just giving like life lessons to media. Yeah. Like it was, it was about uh, Dylan Gunther's plan, and he's like, "Oh, the lows in life, and you learn more from the." I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is I amazing!" Um, but it is so true, and it, you know, I think we have to remind ourselves too that Dylan Gunther is 19 years old. Like he is so young and, and what he said about the lows being low and the highs being high. And as you get older and more mature, you're more, you know, even in, in the middle. So it was it was interesting to hear his take. And especially as someone like we already talked about who has been, you know, part of of coaching these these young guys, not only with Team Canada, but when in his job in the OHL before. Craig. Life in, life in pink, guys. What does that mean? I. You start like like rose-colored glasses. I, I like this. I, I that might have to become an expression that we we adopt. We also got an opportunity like opportunity. Yeah. Second quote in that was yeah. that was well done. I, I I think that we should give ourselves credit for that. I know. I think so too. Um, Craig <laughs> Fox two thousand one has asked. I thought Craig was taller, like five ten or five eleven. Only when he stands on a phone book or his wallet. <laughs> Look, how about is now? Five ten. There. Bear, I barely fit in this frame. It's so hard. I'm so tall. I'm so yeah. tall. I don't. Maybe in the program, but everybody lies in the program anyway, right? I mean, Dylan got there six two. So yeah, whatever. Just you know, he no, was Craig's standing tall. behind. He was. Craig was ducking to get out of the shot. Yeah, I don't want to get in. So the, the yeah, because Fox this? doesn't live here in Phoenix, so he has not been. He hasn't seen you at the mullet, so he just thinks you're taller. And maybe you are. Uh, I, yeah, keep that keep that idea in your head. I'm fine with that. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true, but go ahead and keep – hold on to that. Yeah, I like that. Also, Charles saying Coach Bear TED Talks. I would totally oh, I'd, watch that. Money. Especially in his accent. Opportunity. Opportunity. And that would be – no, the, the title of it, of his TED Talk, would be Life in Pink. Life Love in it. Pink. Love it. And then I'm the in. subtitle is How to Seize Life's Opportunities. Yep. <laughs> I'm in. Love it. Nice. We should do it. We'll, we'll suggest that to him next time. Uh, Craig, any other final thoughts from you before we let you go today? No, just have a neutral zone up tomorrow. I mentioned I'm talking about Dylan Gunther and the plan for him. Guess what else I asked about again today? 11 forwards and 7D and the fact that the Coyotes lead the league in too many Monday Ice penalties. So you asked? Be, I asked. Oh, there, will be a, there will be a note on that huh. tomorrow in the neutral zone. All right. We will definitely check that out. Thanks, Craig. All right, guys. That's All it. Right. Bye. See you, Craig. All right. Well, it's a lot more fun when we beat Toronto. I know. Than this. I know. <laughs> it it kind of feels like last year. It, and we're kind of we're kind of in the dog days now. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, like seeing now Chicago win multiple games in a row and they're kind of like have going through their through fun what we went through. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Whatever. It's fine. Because for the most part, when we watch these games, we're like reclined in our in our seats with a freaking four peaks beer. Yeah, so it's a, not that bad. Yeah, charging my phone. So it, it really bad. could be a lot worse for us here. Um, and if you want that viewing experience too, you can get yourself a recliner. 
at more furniture and i highly recommend it honestly um or just any of the amazing furniture out at more furniture because it's all incredibly comfortable um and if you're you know been procrastinating getting new furniture now is the time start of the new year get some furniture and more has a great great selection obviously they hooked up our entire office and we absolutely love it so save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com m-o-r furniture.com and i wish we did an underdog fantasy draft tonight because there was a lot of interest in this game specifically Unfortunately, the one we did the other night was like the worst slate of games possible. Um, when we were at dinner before the Blackhawks Coyotes games, me, Petey, Saul, and Shane, we did an underdog fantasy draft, and the slate of games was Coyotes, Anaheim, Blackhawks, Anaheim, like, San Jose, Anaheim, San Jose, Calgary, and like Columbus or something. I don't remember. It was terrible. It was horrible. And Saul, who knows the least about hockey out of all four and of us. didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. Did it because it's so easy and we were all doing it and he had FOMO. One. One. Versus the hockey crew that watches hockey and knows all the players. Saul didn't even know the players' names. No. And guess who was his goalie? Crow. Oh. Connor, Connor Ingram. Ingram. Connor Ingram. He took Connor Ingram first overall. <laughs> and he won. And that's with Huberdu playing and, yep. and Nazim Kadri was playing and yep. Terry and Zegers were playing. He took Connor Ingram first overall and in the draft. Won. And he won. And he won. So just goes so, to show. We, I we, guess the point is easy. It's easy. And we could have chosen a better slate of games like because you can actually do it by slate. So, yeah. eh, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's so much fun. Like we said, it literally the whole thing took four minutes total. Um, it, it's just a lot of fun to use underdog fantasy. So you can do something like that. You can also do pick them, so higher, lower on player point totals. Again, makes it super entertaining to watch a game. So check out Underdog Fantasy if you haven't already. Um, sign up with the promo code PHNX, and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. So make sure when you sign up, you put your money in there right away so they'll they'll double it for you and uh, scan this QR code if you're watching on YouTube to, to download it. Did you do one today? Oh, it didn't go so well didn't for you. Didn't go so well. A lot of red. It's okay. Angry. You can buy insurance though. And, I know, but um, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to win my five into a hundred. Just, just putting that out there as a, as a thought. But PD, I guess like overall tonight, yeah, for, I, in terms of the grand scope, great. Like great. we're not going to look back and say, good thing. Like the, the guys beating the Leafs, we're going to look back and say, thank God they beat the Leafs. Yes. Like, we're not going to say, thank God they beat the Penguins, whatever. Like, HK, 4-1 loss. It's January 8th. Fifth loss in a row. Great. We've been waiting for this. We've been waiting yeah, for but, this kid, to be honest. But, and the difference between the Chicago game and as a Chicago fan, we talked to the CHGO show, and they're like, God, this last game was so exciting. It was one of our best games. They're like, oh, my God, that was awful. <laughs> I know. And our game tonight, Barrett Hinton gets a great goal. Keller has plenty of chances at the net. I, I thought there was offensive opportunities. Boogie breakaway. Cross in front of the net. Boogie breakaway. Crosby stopped on a breakaway by Mimalka. We had all By kinds the way, of how about Boogie going up against Crosby? Like, that was the center matchup. I know. that They defended them well all night long. Yeah. And it, well, yeah. and not so much, but I had to say that anyway for Boogie. Sorry, Boogie. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. But there were positive positives out of this game, even though they lost it. They skated better. They moved the puck better. They had more offensive opportunities. They had more shots on goal. So much better than they played against Chicago. They had some energy and some life. Something to build on going into their next game. So, I, yeah, I think it's a good game for them. And I know they lose 4-1, to one, but... 
But like you know, Craig said, he, like Coach Cherney said, he liked their effort. Yeah, like the effort. And that's yeah. all this team can expect is having a good effort. And, and they did. And 24 shots on goal to 28, like they had they had their chances. And honestly, like 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 Nicholas said earlier in the chat, just Smith was better than Veggie. And that yep. was like one yep. that that and the number of penalties was the, yep. the big difference in this game. And those are two things that they can tidy up. What? I need Caleb. Caleb, I hope Caleb's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a day that ends in Y, so he probably is. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm just yeah, gonna, sorry. I'm gonna keep this straight going. By the way, um, quick little note. Ingram was not dressed tonight. He's out with yeah. illness. So Prozatov was recalled yep. from Tucson, so he backed up veggies. We'll find tonight. out more tomorrow on yeah, that. Yeah, so we'll find out more. Also, the coyote sent down Carconi to make room for Dylan yeah. Gunther coming back. So that's a little bit of a bummer because we talked about he had to play so well that they couldn't send him down. Um, just, you know, with the way things yeah. are with how Coach Tierney likes to formulate his lineup, there just wasn't a place for him. But I don't think this is the last. No, we'll but, see Carconi this but now Carconi came up here, had success, played really well. Yeah. And now he can go down there and continue on the pace that he was on before in the American League where he was on pace to set a record for the all time points by a roadrunner. So. I hope, and, and you know what? We know Kirkcone, we've had him on the show before. He's a guy that's not going to go down there and pout. He's going to go down there and be the leader he was before he got called up, and he's going to continue to do good things. So I, I, you know what? He'll be ready for the next time they call him, and that's yep. all he can do. He go down there and continue to work hard and play the best that you can down in the American League and be ready to go. And, and Carcone did exactly what was asked of him. So I'm excited because Lee and I are going to take a trip down the I-10 in the next month. And yes. we're going to once get a the Coyotes to talk stop playing four games a week, every week for three weeks, including back-to-backs on weekends, Jeez. we'll take a trip down the I-10. Which, by the way, I was walking into the arena tonight, like behind the players, yeah. and I overheard Christian Fisher talking about that. He was saying to someone like, yeah, we play I love like, every other night. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they do. I know. They I, play so much. I know they do. So let's let's take a look at the schedule for this week coming up, um, we got San Jose Tuesday, Ottawa Thursday, both of those at home, and then on the road to Petey's uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. So I think Tuesday is another kind of must-lose, much like the Flyers in Chicago, and then whatever else they do from there. But It's funny because San, San Jose is struggling, but they still have some really quality players. So much Hurdle, they got uh, Carlson. uh, Carlson's on a tear. Yeah. His numbers, he's an all-star again this year, so... If they get good goaltending, this could be a battle. I mean, this is one of those games. These two teams continually, and here's what I'm going to throw out. I don't know if it's a DraftKings thing. This is one I could see going to overtime. They always seem to go to overtime hmm. or shoot out against the San Jose Sharks. So good I'm, I'm going to say 8 p.m. start. Yeah, 4-3 overtime. 4-3 <laughs> overtime. I'm not ready to pick who wins, but that oh. game's going to overtime. And you, can, Ottawa, you can bet exact score on okay, DraftKings. 4-3 yeah. overtime. Okay. And, and then Ottawa, buddy, hit the over. I yeah. don't know. They Ottawa. They brings that up was, the best of both that teams. That was when Schmaltz, Schmaltz had got his seven th- seven point nine. Yep. So I'm taking the over in that one, and then Minnesota. We'll see. That's okay. A ways off. All right. Well, so. that's what's coming up this week, and of course, we'll be live after all of those games. So stay tuned. Make be sure to hit the subscribe button on the Page Sports YouTube channel. Mean a lot to us. So please do that now. And also, while you're watching this, hit the like button on this YouTube video. We really would appreciate that immensely as well. And. uh Let's last but not least, what? Nothing. Oh. I was just looking at the thing. That's really cool. Oh, the little, little things. animation. Yeah, I know. This animation. is what happens when Jacob's when Jacob is The little animation. Yeah. The thumbs up. Love it. Uh, let's take a look at the punch card. And I don't know. Oh. oh it's still expired. 
I tell Man. you what, DP, his instructions that he left on the, this is the most difficult graphic. And you look think it's just a colored star with a dot, but he made it so goddamn hard. Like eight steps that yeah, make no sense. Yeah, there's eight steps to put a star in. Like, well, then you do this, and then you overlay that, and then you cut and paste. What? So we might have to wait till uh, so Sean gets DP will be back. The, the Does he be back season. Tuesday? No, Thursday. Thursday? He'll be back for Thursday. All right. Um, but I hope he's having a nice time back home in Buffalo. He deserves some time. Yeah, well, he went off. to the Crunch game. He did. He went to the Syracuse Crunch game, and I'm sure. How do you get tickets? I'm sure he used game time. Game time for sure. I mean, duh. Why not? Like, why would he not do that? Especially, I'm sure he was waiting to see who was going to go. It was very last minute. Game time is the best place to buy tickets last minute. So lots of Coyotes home games coming up, like we saw in the upcoming schedule, but not just this week. Like every Tuesday, Thursday in January, they're home. Tuesday, Thursday, Um, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So if you want to come out to any of those games, get your tickets on game time. Save up to 60% off when you buy last minute and use the link below in our descriptions the best way to support us and we would really appreciate if you did yeah. that and then just let us know which which events you're going which event? to not just yep. sporting events but concerts. taylor swift no nah i'm just kidding no i could someone Boy, could howdy. offer me a ticket for a dollar go. and i would say not gonna no go? well actually i would buy them and then i would Sell them. resell them yeah. Fair <laughs> for a lot more but anywho um so check out game time and also when Craig was here, he mentioned some stories coming out on gophnx.com, including some that are for diehards only, which they're unbelievable. You know, he he really like puts in a lot of work, talks to a lot of people um, for these stories. So become a diehard. Not only do you get access to those, you get 20% off merchandise, 20% off our events. Um, and check out all the new hoodies in the locker as well. I so, wore my hoodie tonight. Yeah, your diehard, diehard. zip up yep. this shirt that PD has on right now. All that 20% off in the locker, including, yeah, like that diehard zip up. So you can only get that if you're a diehard. So if you want to become a diehard and also join our Discord, it's a lot of fun. Diehard. Just saying. Discord. Um, Head on over to gophnx.com slash diehard to join the fan. There's one problem with the diehard hoodie. What? It's only winter in Arizona for like a week. (laughs) So I've I've got to wear it for like three more days and then it's going to be like 110. So you know this weekend it's supposed to be like fifty. Seriously? 90. Oh, buddy, I'm all over the diehard hoodie. And then. by this weekend, I mean next weekend. Next weekend. And and one more thing. I can't think about that right now. Well, I'm on it, and we've just talked about the number of games in the next month here. Yeah. Is it too late for me to learn football and be on that show? Because the you know how many shows and games they have? They have seventeen. Seventeen. We have that this month. We have 17. Like, I want to be on that show. Oh, I got to come in on Sunday? Yeah, I think I can swing that. I was thinking I'm fitting into my schedule. Like, we got four games this week. Uh, I'll talk to Frank, see if we can switch. <laughs> yeah, like to see Frank, Frank talking, Sanders Frank talking, talking hockey. hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Just like goes. that clip on uh, Twitter of yeah. Zayvon Collins not understanding how hockey works. <laughs> yeah, the things. What are those things on their feet? Those big boots. Uh, skates? Like, yeah, oh my skates? God, that was so funny. Yeah. Somebody get that man to a Coyote. If game. you know, you know if you don't never mind it's okay i'm sure you've seen it on social media this week it was amazing any final thoughts before we go to no you know what oh oh puzzle update puzzle, puzzle update kenny pd's in-laws are leaving tomorrow Leave by the way. Tw- they, they are leaving tomorrow the Come three on. weeks is up and there are two puzzles we will display on tuesday and thursday because okay. i'll be at home on tuesday and thursday and we'll bring out the last two puzzles they were completed <laughs> And I tell you what, like I, I helped them pack the car. They're not leaving until tomorrow. I had that car packed by noon today. <laughs> I said, you guys, like they've got the car turned around. It's gas. I said, you guys want to start it and warm it up? Like, let's, <laughs> let's go. 
God. The three weeks. Does anybody have guests for three weeks at their house? Has anybody done that before? No, it sounds it's not fun. It sounds exactly like you think it sounds. <laughs> three weeks. No, I love them. That's great. Don and Sally, great having you. But puzzles will be there Tuesday and Thursday. The puzzle update. All right. Um, Sorry. Any other notes on I am buzzing. On hockey or just No, we'll see what happens whatever. against the Sharks. I, I thought they were better. I, I do think, honestly, Tuesday's a winnable game, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Yeah. Yeah. But for now, we'll, we'll and take the losses. The midway point is almost here. The midway point is literally this week. Yep. It's here. So once we get the punch card back in order, we'll actually be able to see it. Timothy, they deserve a trophy, or is it a statue? <laughs> if, if you know, you know, if Karen. If you know, you absolutely know. Yep. All right. Well, we appreciate you all for joining us here live in the chat while they're watching live or after or listening on audio like and subscribe follow leave us a review wherever you get your podcast as well and you can follow us on twitter follow phnx sports first of all on instagram tiktok facebook twitter all of it and then follow phnx underscore coyotes on twitter and then follow each of us at s peters hockey at leah merrill at craig s morgan at jacob underscore franklin four right crushed it so hopefully you'll get some updates on um his wife Probably having a baby any day now. Can't, um, wait. can't wait for mini mini Fage. Mini, mini Fage. Can't wait. Um, but we appreciate you all so much. We'll be off tomorrow, back live Tuesday after the San Jose Sharks game. So we'll see you then, everybody, and have a great rest of your night.